0: Hello creative pactors. It is day 13. Yay. That's cool. Um yeah. And this is my creative pact for today. Um I'll be honest, today is a rant. I am I'm just going to rant for fun. I figure that as I have a bit of an audience and some people kind of seem to reply to me, which is nice and I really like that. Please email me and send stuff. That's cool. Then I'd have a little bit of a rant today. So, oh, that's okay. Um, if it's not, you can stop listening now. If you don't want to hear me rant about things, that's fine. Um, as with all rants, it's more kind of personal experience-informed rather than factually-informed. But anyway, you, you know the kind of thing. Um, I'm going to rant about two things. First of all, well, two things integrated. First of all, um, for the trains and um hotels. So the reason for this rant is uh, the BBC is running an article, it'll be in um in the show notes and basically entitled Trains Are a Rich Man's Toy, uh, which the Transport Secretary uh, Philip Hammond said today when he was in front of a select committee. Um and I think uh first hand experience will definitely point this out for most people that trains are incredibly expensive. Um they're 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 expensive to the point where they really do struggle to compete. Now I think there's a whole load of interesting is- issues here, and the one that I really want to pick on is this idea of advanced booking, because a lot of people and in the comments on the BBC site have counted saying, well, if you book in advance, it's fine, but I don't think that's relevant, actually, and I think that's a complete misunderstanding of what we actually require of the transport network, and the advanced booking isn't the thing. Let me give an illustration. I'm based up in Huddersfield, West Yorkshire. Every now and again, I get the invitation to possibly do some consultancy work with businesses in London. I generally find out about these opportunities within maybe 24 to 48 hours. Um, and at that point there, an advanced train booking is no, no option whatsoever, there's no special offers, and I get in my car and I drive there. I drive a very small car, I drive it conservatively, um, I drive it carefully, and as a consequence, I can, you know, I get a long way. So, um, the wedding I talked about shooting, which I did across um, in air, um, I managed to get there and back on a tank of petrol each way, which is just less than 40 quid. Um, I had two people in the car on the way there and three on the way back. So if you compare that against the train fare, the equivalent train fare to get me up to to get me there was going to be eighty pounds. So obviously the the trains are just ma- are, are massively expensive. Now the same thing happens with London. I can get to London on a tank of petrol. I can get back on a tank of petrol around about forty quid at the moment. It's a KA that I drive. Whereas anything but anything but an advanced book train ticket and a long term advanced book train ta- ticket tends to be massively more expensive. Now. I think the problem is, is that what we require in the economy is the ability for people to move between areas. A massive problem in Huddersfield is there's a real lack of economic activity. I've also lived in the northeast of England where there is this also lack of economic activity. And there's no real way of doing it Unless you're going to facilitate people moving between areas, I can see there's massive competitive advantages to being based in somewhere like Huddersfield, somewhere like the Northeast, maybe even somewhere like the Northwest, these kind of places which are traditionally a little bit kind of depressed at the moment, uh, mainly due to historical reasons. There's a real advantage with being able to set up a business there, but then being able to interact with other parts of the country quickly and efficiently. And the train network just doesn't support that idea of working in any way whatsoever. A more pressing issue, I think, um, and a a more pressing issue associated with this is the fact that this is an issue for the everyday person. A lot of people are thinking, well, you know, it's uh, managing directors, owners, executives, um, high-powered people who need this mobility. Well, I think we're getting to the point now where job job security is kind of is vanishing really i personally don't when i whenever i start a job i immediately start thinking about what i'll do next i don't expect any job that i take to last any particular length of time whatsoever i just think that's realistic and if people are going to kind of continue living on a on a kind of supply of finance then you know you can't be unemployed for any length of time you need to constantly make payments so if you're currently working somewhere and you lose your job you need to be able to get to wherever to do another job and part of that's going to be moving around the country and the train network is a is potentially a good idea um, why do I like trains? Well, a lot of people, yeah, I'm so saying a lot of people will be thinking, well, just don't use trains, Scott, use your car. That works better. It does, financially, it does work better. Things I don't like about it is it's exhausting driving long distances. It's potentially dangerous to drive a, drive a substantial distance, work all day, and then drive back. I think there's those risks there as well. Potentially bad for the environment. I think the environmental issues are far more complicated than we realize, though, and maybe the trains are as bad. I don't know. So like that. The other advantage of the train, though, is you can actually work in the train on the train. So you can obviously actually achieve things. A lot of times, I may be travelling to do lectures. I could prepare lectures. I could mark work on the train journey. If I'm driving, I spend that time listening to podcasts. Generally, is what I do. Perhaps the news. So. There's some, you know, that's how I think about it. Now, the final thing that really frustrates me about the train network, though, is there's such a negative attitude amongst the operators and amongst the people you speak to at times. And at times, I consider some of their practices to be almost deceptive. Um, I discovered that I could buy a combination of tickets to get from Huddersfield to Durham, a journey I do fairly frequently. I could buy a combination of tickets and travel cheaper than I could by buying a single ticket from one location to the other location. Now when I say a combination of tickets, I'm just talking about literally buying tickets from place A to place C, which happens to be between A and B. So I could actually sit on the same train and just travel on two tickets bought from two different locations. Um, and I think that's there's a real concern there in my mind as well as to how it can be that if you know to buy two particular tickets, you can do a journey cheaper than the ticket you will be sold if you ask for the ticket directly. Um, and I think there's an issue there and a concern there. A lot of those tickets have vanished to be honest now. Not not because the other journey's been made cheaper, just that they've made all of the journeys much more, you know, the journeys more expensive and hence the saving is no longer available. So there's some, com- there's some comments about that as well. I did say I was going to complain about hotels. I will really do that quickly. Um, the issue with the hotel is really simple, and it 's tied in exactly like that. If you have managed to secure a practical train ticket to somewhere and perhaps you 're doing a, an overnight job or something like that, then overnight hotel accommodation is another essential element for you know for the economy and for the ability of people to move around the country and At the moment, the kind of affordable headline prices that you see for various kind of chains around the place are all based on m- you know, mass advanced booking and stuff like that. And again, that's just not useful for the economy. The economy doesn't really require... Well, the economy doesn't require advanced booking cheap tickets. What it requires is mobility and agility so people can move around the country to provide services and to meet needs as required. And... They're just struggling to do that. And I know a lot of people say, well, Scott, that's the point of business is to, is to exploit the maximum profit for its shareholder. And yes, I understand that. But at the moment, I think they, the economy of the country is in a state where we need to work collaboratively together to provide services as required. And with something like the train network in particular, where the government has a massive controlling stake in what's going on, I'm saying, let's face it. The, the government, through the regulators, is setting prices. It sets availability. It takes in. The, the revenue streams, remember the government is paid by the operators to take those and ter- determines the kind of franchise rules. So I don't think it's out of the question for the government to step into the train operators and say, we need you to provide services like this, which are going to facilitate people doing things. Anyway, that's my little rant. I think oh, it's almost eight minutes. That's more than enough time for me to rant. Um, I've managed to secure an awesome interview, which is going to be in a few days' time, which is just incredible. So until tomorrow, uh, have fun creative acting, everybody, and thank you for listening.